It's time for the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker, author of two best-selling books, and the president of three financial companies. He's also a frequent guest on national media outlets such as CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. This is the Wealth and Health Show. Welcome in, everyone, to the Wealth and Health Show. My name is Michael Wall, again, here as your host, and we're talking about a variety of different things every week, ranging from wealth, obviously, to health, and we've had a variety of different CEOs on just sharing their story and their success stories, how they became successful, the qualities that bring really are necessary to bring success in your life, and not just in business, but in life in general. And today, we're actually talking a little bit on the health side of life, and we're joined with Claudette and Luann. They are wellness advocates with doTERRA, which is an international nationally known company. They're quite a story. They're actually here in studio. We're discussing the idea of alternative medicine, alternative health, and a variety of different things along those lines. But Claudette and Luann, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. Nice to be here. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming. We're going to talk today about a bunch of different things. But folks, you know, one of the things that I think is really important to understand as anytime we do what we do with this show, obviously the focus of the show is to help you live well in retirement, live well in any economy, and really live a better life. And I'm a big believer that whether it comes to finances, obviously a lot of you out there know that we've been blessed to do a variety of different things, not only with media, but with the three different financial companies that we own in managing, protecting wealth in any economy. But on the health side of life, you know, you can have as much money as you want. You can be a multi-billionaire, but if your health is no good, we're in a situation where we're not really enjoying life. So we wanted to take a minute today and step back a little bit on the health side and talk about some things that can absolutely affect us in our day-to-day life. And, and we're going to start out with really talking to Claudette and Luann, gotten to know them over the years, and they've had a really a lot of extensive experience and knowledge in the industry, a lot of it from their own research and their own really due diligence in the industry in general. I'm going to let them share that story with you. But Claudette, maybe we'll start with you. How did you get into the industry and, and what kind of really led you into understanding the need for you know an alternative side? By the way, not that doctors are wrong here. We're not saying that they're not. We're going to talk about the alternative side. And we know that you know that's a solution that kind of meshes well with what you're doing. But what kind of led you into the holistic, if you will, side of medicine? Okay, well, I've pretty much always been into a more natural treatment remedy when I've had issues and tried just a little bit of everything. And my oldest son and his wife and four children live in Hawaii. And they were in California prior to that, which is very, very holistic, if you know California very well. (laughs) Exactly. They like the natural. Yeah. Yeah. Spending time with them, I learned a lot about natural alternatives. I was the person that would suffer with a headache for days before I would even take an aspirin Mm. because I just don't like putting unnatural substances into the body. So that was how I really got started into it in the very beginning. What really was the turning point uh, was when my husband had an issue and had been over-medicated by doctors that didn't quite talk to each other in his prescriptive choices, and it created a very severe issue for us. Hmm. And we realized at that time that we really had to take a more proactive part in our own health care. You know, isn't it interesting, folks, that when we look at life, you know, proactive, I think is a key word, Claudette, that I want to tune in on there. Because, you know, in anything in life, if we're in a situation where we're just passive, you know, we're, we're on the sidelines and we're really not actively looking for things that can help us improve our life, not only physically, not only financially, 
but on the health side and all these different things, we're just not going to grow. We must proactively take an approach to grow, to learn more, to become better than we were yesterday. And obviously with the health side, you know what amazes me when I look at these different things, Claudette and Luann, is, is we see all these commercials today that we never had before about medications. And isn't it interesting? I'm not saying they're right or wrong. And obviously you don't want to step on Big Papa here because they have lots of money, these phar pharmaceutical companies that are out there. And I'm, again, we're not saying that all medicines and drugs are good or bad, but it's just the idea of it's amazing how today, you know, we're marketing to and, and not only magazines and also in commercials basically saying, you know, call your doctor to see if you need to take XYZ. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, don't I go to my doctor to get a diagnosis to help him help me understand, you know, what is right or wrong? Have you seen that, Luann? For sure. Those commercials drive me crazy. They they have the birds tweeting in the background and the nice music playing. And then they list all of these side effects that are horrific. Hmm. And you think, why would I want to take that? Because what I'm trying to treat isn't even as bad as the side effects I could get from taking it. That's exactly right. And Claudia, you were talking about your husband and kind of some stories there. Tell us a little bit more. So you started to see some of the things you realized that you needed to take a little bit more of a firsthand approach in the health side of things for him. What are some steps that you guys took or maybe went through, probably maybe even some mistakes that you made that other folks listening to this right now may be making or may, you know, keep them from making that type of thing that kind of led you to where you are today? Right. Well, my husband and I are uh, on opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to health care. Okay. He grew up in a family that was very medical. His mm. mother was a registered licensed nurse and my family were farmers. So okay. we had two different mindsets there. <laughs> yeah, you were all natural. He was, uh, exactly. you know, not so all natural. Got it. And he was raised that when the doctor said something that that was how it was. You did not question it. You just took whatever medication you were prescribed and you went with their treatment. And I was always the person, I drive doctors crazy because <laughs> I ask them so many questions. But I've always had a very strong control over my body personally, and it tells me a lot of things. So I know what's going on. I'll notice something before anything will even happen to me. Hmm. I'll notice that little change. So I've always been the person that asked a lot of questions. And after what we went through with my husband, he started actually asking questions of the doctors. So now when he goes in and they tell him they're going to prescribe something, he questions them. Why that drug? What are the side effects? Is there something better? I can be taking? Is there a natural alternative that I can take? So that was a huge, huge change in our family life when he finally realized that there is a lot of worth to the natural side of the medicine. It doesn't mean that it always works, but it's a good starting point. And if it doesn't work, then by all means, go with modern medicine and see what they can do for you because you do need quality of life. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, folks, as I was looking at some of these different things and they are Claudette and Luann, kind of wellness advocates with doTERRA. If you're not familiar with doTERRA, you can visit it, check them out online. That's D-O-T-E-R-R-A.com and just find out some information about them there. What's interesting, I thought was one of the things that I didn't know is, you know, just the reality that these uh, wellness applications, essential oils, if you will, have been around since, you know, the Egyptians were kind of some of the first people using these aromatic oils and that sort of thing. And then, of course, then it was rediscovered in 1937 by a, a French chemist. And, you know, it's amazing how these types of things, I'm a big believer that, you know, they're design, there's a design and there's a plan for everything. And I believe that, you know, just naturally, there's going to be things out there where we can heal ourselves. Again, not that we don't go to doctors for different things. My wife has had some different situations where we've needed some medicine and some other medical medical help with. But Luann, we didn't get a chance to kind of hear a little bit of your story, kind of how you got into the industry, what led you into, you know, looking at this approach and alternative side of life as well. 
Well, my story isn't as dramatic as Claudette's with, you know, her husband. But 30 years ago, I was going to chiropractors when the majority of Americans thought they were quacks, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but I found help and relief and liked the idea of doing something natural rather than taking a drug. My body does not do well with pharmaceuticals. I'm allergic to things. I break out. So for a long time, I've been listening to my body and I've been trying to find alternatives. And it's way easier now, you know, to Google something. But way back, you know, 25, 30 years ago, when I was trying to find information, it was a little harder. I had to do a little more digging. It was a lot more trial and error. But yeah, I have had really good results with alternative and complementary type treatment. And so it's worked well with me. And then when I found doTERRA, it was just a natural fit. Well, you know, Luann, that makes a lot of sense. And I know that a lot of people out there, I know myself included, I did not know really much about what these oils were. You know, and I started looking at some of the things. And folks, if you're not familiar with what an essential oil is, because there's a lot of different things out there. And obviously, you can talk to us a little bit later, ladies, about the fact that, you know, some are pure, some are not. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit more next segment. So hang around. Don't miss that. We're going to talk about some case studies, some success stories from this, maybe how you can apply it to your life, what that looks like. And by the way, at any time, if you have any questions, feel free to go to leanonthewall.com. If you want to listen to this show, if you've missed some of it, or if you want to listen to previous shows from the Wealth and Health Show, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com or send an email to info at leanonthewall.com. If you have more specific questions about essential oils in general, feel free to visit Back to Health, just like your back, backtohealth.us, uh, or send an email to info at backtohealth.us. But backtohealth.us is an easy way to kind of go and find out some more information about the oils. But what's interesting is essential oils are basically a natural aromatic compound found in natural things, seeds, bark, stems, roots, flowers, and really other plants. So these are things that are natural actually around, right? I mean, this is something that's just here, you know, from the beginning of time, essentially. I mean, is that essentially what we're... Yes, exactly. And what is that? I mean, what do they do? What's the process of them actually creating and making the oil? It's very dependent upon the plant. Some of them are steam distilled. Some are cold pressed. So depending upon what oil they're producing, they would have a different way of actually distilling the oil. But it is a very complicated process. Does it take a long time for that to happen or what's... Some do, some don't. Hawaiian sandalwood, I believe, takes 36 hours to distill. And if anything goes wrong in that distillation process, they have to stop, scrap that whole batch and start over again. Hmm. So it's quite a process to go through to actually get the oil out from, yeah, okay. And now let me ask you this, when it comes to the most commonly used one, we're going to talk about that next segment because we're coming close to the edge of the segment here. But if you have any more questions, folks, again, at any point in time, feel free to visit backtohealth.us for more information on essential oils. And if you want to hear any more clips of the show or other shows out there, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com. Now coming up next, we're going to talk about some different case studies. There's been some studies where Claudette and Luann have been able to help actually some different people with some of these oils. They've seen some major health issues turn around in, in really some significant ways. We're also going to talk about, you know, uses for essential oils. And later on in the show, you don't want to miss misconceptions of alternative medicines in America. That's something we want to hit on because there are really a lot of misconceptions out there and it's all about clarity, folks. I'm a big believer of the fact that a lot of people don't know what they want or even what they should be using or implementing in their own life because they don't know what's available. So one of the things that we want to do on this show is make available to the you, things that can help you maintain, improve, grow not only your health, but your wealth as you live life so you can live better in any economy. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall.
You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to The Wealth and Health Show. Again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're talking about basically holistic planning, natural oils. We're here with Claudette and Luann, and they are wellness advocates with doTERRA. doTERRA is a huge company, by the way. They've been around for a long time, and they're an international company. If you have any questions at any time, feel free to visit them online. That's doTERRA, D-O-T-E-R-R-A.com, or you can visit back to health.us to get some more additional information on these things. But we're talking about essential oils and we're talking about the idea of how you can implement them in your life. We talked last segment just about a little bit of different things, how you know Claudette and Luann got into the industry, some past experience. They had some experience with their own stories. And I want to use, I want to jump into Claudette. You talked about your husband a little bit, a little bit of his story. I want to kind of tie back into that a little bit as far as a case study for this time. But before we jump there, what I want to talk just a minute about is, and maybe help explain to the listeners here, the idea of the different uses. I know that oils can be used as an aromatic. Am I saying that correctly? Ar- aromatic yes. use, okay. Topical uses, correct? Right. And then also internal uses. Now, Luann, do me a favor. Help us understand a little bit about aromatic uses. What does that mean to the listener that's never heard anything about you know, aromatic use? What is that in simple terms? Basically, it's just smelling the oils. Okay. You can uncap the bottle and smell them from the bottle. You can drop in your hand, rub your hands together, cup it over your nose and inhale, put it on a Kleenex and sniff it that way, or put it in a diffuser, which is really a great way to make your house smell good and to also affect your health at the same time. And a diffuser, for those of you that are not aware is something basically like if you remember back in the day those old Vicks vapor rubs where you put the hot water in and that sort of thing and it's kind of shooting it out there and you can smell that to kind of clear it up that's essentially what a diffuser is right Luanne? A little bit different you want to make sure that it's cold it's okay. not heated because heated. you mean the water's cold? Right. Okay. Give us some thoughts as far as from an aromatic perspective what are some benefits other than just your home smelling nice obviously can be a good thing. Right. right. <laughs> so if you got a bunch of stinky socks laying around you know maybe you need to. Get your oils out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Freshen up the smell a little bit. But what are some actual, you know, effects that someone could see on their body, improvements, so to speak, from an aromatic perspective? Aromatically, we have found is actually the quickest way to get oils into your body. It goes right into your nose, into the part of your brain that controls your emotions. You can change someone's mood by diffusing an oil. And so often we will put, you know, an uplifting oil in a diffuser if people are feeling down. It can also keep you alert. You know, people study with a diffuser by them and maybe put peppermint oil in it just to keep them alert and focused. So basically, you can really change someone's mood very quickly with oils. So give us an idea of some oils that would be maybe applicable there. So let's say you're kind of in a bad mood or somebody's down a little bit, depressed. Like I think is that what you're referring to? Somebody exactly. kind of in some depression? So what would be an oil or two that you could use to kind of help lift that mood? Well, doTERRA sells an oil called Elevation mm-hmm. that we call our Joyful Blend. My personal favorite, which is just my go-to happy oil, is called Citrus Bliss. It reminds me of a creamsicle from when I was a kid. (laughs) It smells just like, you know, the the orange and the vanilla kind of mixed together. So also, besides raising your mood, you can also lower anxiety. Mm. There's a great oil called Serenity. 
anyone that's used it, it's one of their favorites because it can take away anxiety very quickly, stop a panic attack kind of thing. So very, very helpful. Now, I know that I, I got to be a little self-serving here, folks, just so you, full disclosure, Luann, she's one of the wellness experts here, one of the wellness advocates. She also assists me to some degree in our office here as we help clients manage and protect their wealth, Wall Financial Group, Retire Well, and then Wall Lasser and Company. So she's kind of one of the players that helps us here from time to time. And I know you always have oils going on here. Tell us, what are some of the things that you got going on here? I know it always smells good. So, <laughs> Well, today I put Serenity in because I was a little nervous about coming on the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that helps, you know, quell some of those nerves. But any of the citrus oils I love, they're very uplifting and clients will walk in and they'll go, wow, what is that smell? Hmm. You know, it's not overpowering or anything. It's just a gentle aroma that just makes people take notice and it makes them happy. Okay. So some things to uplift the mood. How about to stay alert? Peppermint. Peppermint. You don't even have to use it in a diffuser. You can, let's say you're driving in a car and it's night, you're getting sleepy, but you need to stay awake. You know, just smell it mm -hmm. and it will help you stay alert. By the way, folks, if you struggle from, what is it called? Halitosis, I think. Bad breath. <laughs> yep. Peppermint your oil. Yeah. You want to you throw a little peppermint on there in the morning. That, that'll also, not only will peppermint keep you alert, but it'll also improve your relationship with your spouse. <laughs> you'll find that people want to have a closer conversation with you on a regular basis because you're not keeping them away with your breath, right? That's true. <laughs> now, help us understand a little bit, Claudette, you know, the joyful blend. We talked about uplifting elevation just for folks out there, citrus blend. What typically are in those oils? You know, people might say, oh, that sounds great, joyful. It's going to make me, you know, I mean, is it something where people need to be worried about what's in the oil? Is this some kind of special secret blend that, you know, whatever? What are you typically seeing in, in those blends? Well, they are secret blends because they're not going to give us the recipe for them, you know, the exact blending of them. But the one thing you can always be sure of when it's a doTERRA essential oil is that even their blends mm -hmm. are pure blends. They do not put fillers in any of them. So you have that purity and you can have peace of mind knowing that you're not breathing in something that is not a natural substance. So when you say natural substance, help us understand what that means. I mean, you know it's natural. What does that mean to the listeners out there? Because, you know, there's a lot of definitions of natural. Right. You know, I, and, I can and, go into the store and I can get whole wheat or whole grain bread and, and, you know, even some breads are dyed. So they're, you know right. that they're not actually, you know, whole wheat, so to speak. So when you say natural, what do you mean by that? Because there's a lot of different definitions out there of what natural is. You know, I could drink fruit juice and it's, you know, 98% natural. Well, what does that mean? You know, so in relation right. to oils, what does that mean, Claudette, in, okay. as far as doTERRA? For the oils, what it means, if you get a bottle of lemon oil, you are getting pure lemon oil that has been cold pressed from the rind of that fruit. Hmm. So there's nothing else in there. And they go through a series of testings to make sure that you're not getting chemicals, plastics, metals. There's nothing in there except that oil as it comes directly from the rind of that fruit. Okay, so it's just natural, whatever's coming from that fruit itself. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Not adding anything in it. And that's, is that the case with pretty much all of their oils? Yes. And what yes. about, I mean, what's some of the differences? Because obviously there's a lot of oils on the market, Claudette. So what do we see as far as a difference there, maybe doTERRA versus some of the other, let's call it even the competition out there? Okay. I went into a local Whole Foods and purchased a bottle of their lemon essential oil. It says it's 100% pure, it's natural, it's organic. But for some reason on their label, it says, do not take internally. 
Now, this is lemon. We eat lemons. I've squeezed the rinds and had the oils pop out and get you in the eye. Yeah. You know what? It's a natural substance. So why would you not be able to put that in your body? Hmm. And it said 100% natural. It did. Okay. It did. And it wasn't like it was cheap either. Mm -hmm. These were expensive. Mm -hmm. And those kind of things, there's a reason why they're telling you do not ingest them. So really pay attention to that. We have a few oils that, yes, you should not ingest them. And the company's very clear on that. Mm -hmm. It's not that they will kill you if you ingest them. It's just that there's no good reason to adjust them. Right. Yeah. Okay. So one maybe tip for folks out there listening to this to help them to know when they're looking at oils to know whether or not it's, you know, totally pure or not is if it says anywhere on the bottle, don't ingest or don't take internally, that's probably a good warning sign to know that this is probably not the purest firm. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Exactly. Right. Yeah. It may still have therapeutic values to it. Yeah. Not that it can't be used. topically or you can aromatically, but it's not something you would want to ingest into your body. Yep. And, and, you know, folks, when you look at this, we're not saying that one brand is necessarily right or wrong. It's just the idea of better and best. And I, I'm a big believer of that in life. You know, there's a lot of things that are good for you. And there, there are some things that are better than good for you. And then there's really the best out there. So it just depends on what, you know, you're looking for. It depends on what is right for you at the time. And, and I guess my focus is if we're going to be looking for ways to have a natural fix, a natural focus on, on life in general, we want to try and be in a situation where we can, you know, go as pure as possible. And that's one of the reasons. I know that we in our own life have started using this. I know there's an oil, it's digestin. My wife is a lot more involved in this than I am, but I know, you know, we have four little children. We have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and twins that are four, which makes for a very exciting household (laughs) on a regular basis. But, you know, a lot of fun at the same time. Kids are great. We're very, very blessed. And one of the things that we see with these little guys, you know, sometimes working food through the system can be something that can be a process. So this digestin on, on the stomach, it really, we've seen, has made a difference over time. I know for me, also, you know, obviously we spend a lot of time down here in Florida. We have an office down here, office in Pennsylvania. We also help clients across the country with their wealth, protect and grow it. But one of the things that I've seen is, you know, when we're in the sun a lot, you know, you get sunburn, you get a little bit of this and that. And lavender for me has been really, really a game changer as far as lavender in addition with the coconut oil. I think we connect it with that yes. just kind of to right. improve the brand. Why does that benefit so much, the lavender? Lavender is calming. Hmm. It calms the skin. It'll calm your mind. And it's fabulous for skin. It's fabulous for itching. It's fabulous for burns. I burned my hand on the oven a couple of months ago, and I immediately went to the lavender. And I got no blistering, uh, took the pain away. Even though I've been using oils for three years, sometimes they still amaze me. You know, it's interesting. I remember when you said that about burning your hand, we had a situation, Justice, our second child, about, I don't know how long ago this was, maybe six months ago, something like that. Unfortunately, he ended up, he fell into a fire pit. Praise God, he wasn't in a situation where his face was there. You know, he was just, he fell in and his knee was there and, you know, he, he had some pretty severe burns. We were in a situation where we were actually able to, you know, after we iced it and things like that, we were able to, you know, put some of the things on that oils and things like that really made a big difference. And, you know, we're now to the place where he's not had any scarring and, and all these different things. We weren't sure about that. It was a pretty severe burn. So that was kind of a blessing there. By the way, folks, at any point in time, if you have questions about what's happening, if you have questions questions about shows, not only this show, but a previous show, feel free to go ahead and visit leanonthewall.com. Again, that's www.leanonthewall.com if you want to listen to any additional shows. And if you have any questions about doTERRA itself, 
feel free to visit doTERRA.com or you can also go to backtohealth.us if that's a little easier for you to remember. Again, that's backtohealth.us. And we're going to talk a little bit further coming up here in the next segments about some case studies. We're also going to talk about some topical uses, some internal uses for oil. You know, what are some ways that you can actually take these oils and use them to your advantage? I know a lot of you out there are in a situation where hopefully you're getting your checkups yearly, you know, where you're getting your cholesterol and blood pressure and that sort of thing checked up. But then when it comes just to day-to-day life, a lot of times you can be uncertain as far as what can I do? What can I apply to my day-to-day life to just, you know, as we talked earlier about, you know, not just to uplift your mood, but keep you alert. And, and then there's a variety of different things that oils can be used for when it comes to topically and internally. And then with some more severe cases, when it comes to, you know, actually severe situations, we're going to get into some really neat stories of some folks that have used oils in mighty ways and been in a situation where they've been able to really see great value from it. So stick around for the next segment. We'll be right back after these commercials. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, again to the Wealth and Health Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're talking today with Claudette and Luann, wellness advocates. They're actually with doTERRA, and again, full disclosure here, you know, Luann has actually assists us in our office, and that's what we talked in the previous segment about how we always have some great sense going on in the office because... (laughs) She's got the diffuser out, kind of sharing some things. And it's interesting. I was looking here, just doing a little research and talking about essential oils in the news. And there was a couple of different things going on. But just, you know, last week, there was a news script, if you will, of North Nevada Medical Center. And they were diffusing this citrus oils in the ICU. And they were seeing a lot of differences it was making on the staff. And another thing that was going on in Nashville and Vanderbilt University, a lot of us have heard of Vanderbilt, pretty old school, been around for a while. They did a study, really, their wellness committee placed diffusers all through their emergency rooms that had citrus oils in them. And basically what they found out over a hundred of their ER employees, they were looking at stress levels of their ER employees, which, you know, for any of you who've ever worked in an ER, I have a buddy, a good friend that's a doctor in an ER. He's a doc of an ER. He's actually over two hospitals in the Pennsylvania area. It's uh, UPMC is the hospital, huge hospital, and he's over two emergency rooms, if you will, a lot of stress, high stress job. And basically what they found, what Vanderbilt found is out of over the 100 of their ER employees, the study and 41% of the employees reported high stress levels. But after diffusing the citrus oils for a period of time, they went back and surveyed these people and the statistics dropped to 3%. So 41% of those 100 employees reported high stress levels. It dropped all the way down to 3% after diffusing just these essential oils. It's amazing you know, the impact that that has. And I know, Luann, you have another case or something like that. Share with us what you have there. It's kind of interesting. This was something I just saw last week. I think I saw it on Facebook. Someone had posted. It's a, a little article about the hospital in Cape Coral, which is, you know, not far from us. And they were testing the effects of oil on stroke and pain patients. And they were specifically using lavender and lemon. And they were putting lavender on the patient's pillows. And they were finding that, you know, it was reducing their stress. It was helping them sleep better. And as you know, you know, hospitals are always looking to reduce their cost. And so they're actually looking at essential oils as a way to reduce costs and, you know, just help their patients in a natural way. So I thought this was kind of interesting that just real close to home here, I just saw this last week. 
Yeah, I, I think that's huge. I mean, I think that Vanderbilt study is big as well because, you know, I mean, obviously being in a, nobody likes to go to the hospital. Nobody likes to go to the ER for sure. I mean, I know, you know, it's, it's just that you don't no. wake up today and say, ah, I can't wait to go to the ER. But, you know, when it does happen, you know that the people that are working there are, are really in high stress demand. So, you know, if they can start implementing some things that will reduce their stress, that's only going to be overall better, obviously, for the workforce, but not only for them, but for the patients going in because they're going to be in a situation where hopefully they're going to have a, you know, a calmer time with the patient and, and be able to really sit there and take a little bit more time and understand and respect, et cetera, some different things. I know, Claudette, we were talking earlier about your husband and some of his story of what his situation looked like. And I know we wanted to get into some success stories that we've seen from some of these oils. By the way, folks, at any point in time, if you have any questions or if you want to check out a little bit more about who we are, here's some previous shows, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com. Send an email to info at leanonthewall.com. Or if you have additional questions about oils in general, feel free to visit backtohealth.us or you can send an email to info at backtohealth.us. But again, that website is backtohealth.us. And Claudette, share us a little bit about some of that success story that you've seen. Now, this came real close to home because it was your husband. And we talked about a little bit of his situation previous in the previous segments. Bring us up to speed if folks have missed those segments. Kind of what was happening and what was some of the success that you saw with his story? Okay. We had been dealing with a blood pressure issue with him. His blood pressure was just kind of like all over the place. And we had finally gotten it where it was nice and stable and he was doing well. And then he developed another issue. And when the second issue arose, he was sent to another doctor by his primary and they prescribed a medication to him. And he came home and the first night he took it and two o'clock in the morning, I heard him and I heard this loud crashing sound. So it's two o'clock in the morning. I kind of laid there and I said, are you okay? He said, yeah, I'm fine. I just fell. Well, if I had really been awake, I would have known that's not him because I've been with him for a very long time and he has never had something like that happen. So I kind of just passed it off and rolled over to go back to sleep. And then I heard it again. And the second time I knew something was really wrong. Then that's when my mind woke up and said, hey, this is not right. Get up, you, see what's going on. You mean he had, he had fallen again? He fell again. Yeah. And he wasn't actually falling. He was passing out completely. Mm. And so the second time I heard him hit the tile floor, I got up and ran in to see what I could do to help. And initially we thought there was some blood pressure related issues, right? No, because the blood pressure had been controlled. Is and that this right? was something totally different than the blood pressure that we were trying to work on. Okay. So I went in to help him and I got him to stand up and we got about four steps and he started going down again. Mm. And, you know, he's six foot tall, over 200 pounds, and I'm not that big to be able to hold him up and carry him. But at least I got him on the floor without him falling and smacking his head on tile again. The third time he went down, he rolled over on his back. His eyes rolled up in his head. He lost all color. Uh, his skin got very, very cold. I could not hear him breathing. And it was just terrifying. Mm -hmm. So he ended up in the emergency room. And the first thing the doctor said, what medications are you on? So we told them. And they said to us, why are you taking so many blood pressure lowering medications? Mm. And he said, I'm not. I'm taking this one for the blood pressure and I'm taking this one for this. And they said, no, all three medications that you're taking lower your blood pressure. Why are you doing that? Well, we were doing that because that's what the doctors told him to do. Mm. And I promise you, you never want to see someone that you couldn't imagine spending your life without laying on that floor like that. 
and thinking that life was gone. So was you, you ended up there basically because some of the medications that he was taking was causing some of these effects on his body. They uh, did. They per- lowered his blood pressure so low that it could not sustain his body. Wow. It, you know, it's amazing, folks, a lot of times out there. And again, we're not saying that all doctors are bad, by the way. It's not what we're suggesting here at all. Because, you know, I think in life, most people know that, you know, there's good and bad of everything. You know, there are some doctors out there that aren't the best. I mean, let's just be, be honest. You know, in my industry, there's some advisors, there's some financial advisors out there that are just not the best. You know, there's some attorneys out there that just aren't the best. There's some, you know, I mean, you could go from here to there to everywhere and realize that, you know, pretty much in any industry, there's good and bad of everything. So it's just the idea, folks, of sharing thoughts and ideas here to really help you navigate life, live well in any economy, live well in retirement, and be in a place that you're educated. I'm a big believer that the right education leads to better results. And I know that's the process that we take clients through as we sit down and kind of go through a comprehensive stress test and analysis with their financial situation. By the way, at any point in time, if you have questions about the show, you want to listen to previous shows, or you just want to learn more about us, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com. And Claudette, I know, you know, obviously, so you were there in the hospital and you had this situation. He was kind of, you know, the doctors there, the ER doctors saying, geez, why was he taking all this stuff? What ended up happening from there? Well, the following day, we called his primary care doctor and we went in to see them and we asked them, why would you prescribe these medications knowing that this could have been one of the very adverse effects of it? And believe it or not, we were told, well, why didn't you do your research? Wow. That was our response. Wow. And of so course, from the doctors, make sure I'm hearing the you, doctor, they're the telling you, why doctor. didn't you do your own research? Right. Wow. So guess what? We do all of our own research now. We Mm. do not take anything they say, you know, as it being an absolute. Yeah. They are practicing medicine. Right. There's no right fit for every person. So... Boy, isn't that something when you think about that practicing medicine? You know, and of course, a lot of the schools today, folks, if you're not aware of it, a lot of the medical colleges and schools today, if you really dive deep, a lot of the funding, not on all of them, but a lot of the funding in a lot of these schools today is coming from pharmaceutical companies. Now, again, we're not saying that all doctors are bad, all doctors aren't knowledgeable, because there are a lot out there that are really sharp, really, really good. They're at the top of their game, and they bring a lot of value. And there's a lot of medical schools out there that do really great education, great research, et cetera. But it's just the idea of being an informed consumer. And you know, what's interesting today, with all the access to information that we have today, there's really no excuses anymore for somebody to say, you know, I didn't know, right? I mean, there's really, Correct. we have the access today. What was kind of some of the solutions? What did you find? What was kind of the bright part of the story there? Well, the bright part of the story is that, you know, we've got the blood pressure back under control again, and that's doing very well. And for the second issue, we went to another doctor who is now following a natural course Hmm. of treatment. And it's working very well. We're getting a lot of good results with it. So, of course, my husband's happy. I'm happy. The doctor's happy. And with what he had going on, once he would start a medication, that's forever. There is no getting off of it Hmm. once you start it. So... The doctor taking the time to research and give us a natural alternative, which if you don't ask for it, they're not going to give it to you. Mm. You have to tell them that's something you're interested in. Mm -hmm. So it's worked out really well for us that, you know, we found a doctor that is willing to work with us on that. And then my internist personally, she knows everything natural to the extent possible. If what I'm doing naturally is not working, I'm not getting the results that she wants and I need, then I'll try Western medicine. I'll try her way, but let's try my way first. Yeah. 
And it's been a great partnership that I have with my doctor. It's not just the doctor says and I do. We have a partnership. We work together and it's been wonderful. Yeah. You know, and folks, I, I think that's what's important when you look at this is the idea of, you know, having the partnership with the professionals that you connect with. I know, you know, again, like us in the financial industry, as we help manage and protect wealth and grow it, it's something where it's a partnership. I really look at my job as we work with clientele that we work with as though I'm their CFO. You know, they're the CEO. You are the CEO of your portfolio, of your wealth. That's really what you are. And your advisor, the person that helps you in the financial side of life, they are should be your CFO. And if you're not happy with the way your quote unquote company is going, if you're not happy with the way your health is going, then it's your responsibility to take full ownership of that, right? And create the right partnerships to allow you to have the ability to get the success you want. I'm a big believer of the fact that I've said it before. I'll say it again because I love the quote. You know, it's just the old definition of insanity. You know, it's people continuing doing what they're doing and expecting what? Different results. Yeah, you know, and when you think about that, it's just not going to happen. You have to make changes to get different results. So folks, if you're out there and you're in a situation that you're not happy with what's happening in your health situation, I'm going to encourage you to take steps to make changes. If you don't take the steps to make changes in your own life, no one else will. It's up to you. Whether it's your health, whether it's your wealth, regardless of what it is, you have to take the steps to make the change. That's really the goal of the show is not only just to share with you advice and and thoughts and information that you can take and hopefully learn and grow on yourself to become a better person and live well in any economy and retirement, but also to be able to take this information and act on it. You know, information, you know, we've heard it before said knowledge is power. No, it's not power. The application of knowledge is power. You can know all that you want to know, but if you don't apply anything, you're never going to change your life. So folks, you're not going to want to miss it next Next segment, we're going to be talking about some additional uses to oils, how it can absolutely impact your life, change what you're doing, and help you improve your life in general. You're not going to want to miss the next segment, so stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. This is the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we're here with Claudette and Luann. They are wellness advocates with doTERRA, and we're talking about a variety of different health situations and some benefits. In fact, we just last segment talked about a uh, case study. Claudette shared a, a real personal story about her husband and all the problems he went through. Actually ended up going to the hospital and came out of it, and some of the things that the oils were able to do to kind of help him in that process. Kind of a really neat situation. If you missed that story, if you missed some of the previous segments, or if you're just tuning into us now, feel free to go to leanonthewall.com. You'll be able to listen to some previous segments and also understand a little bit of who we are. Obviously, myself, Michael Wall, I actually own three different financial companies, and primarily we protect, grow wealth, and oversee the financial affairs of higher net worth clients, not only different states, but across the country. And the goal of this show is really to share ideas and thoughts, not only on the wealth side from different professionals, CEOs, business owners of well-known companies that you're going to know and have heard of before across the country, but also on the health side of life, where we're talking about, you know, different things to help you kind of get through life and and really live well, not only in any economy, but also in retirement and have fun in life. I'm a big believer that if you can't enjoy life, boy, it makes it a lot harder going through life, doesn't it? 
So we're going to talk about this segment a little bit about some misconceptions, common misconceptions of the alternative industry, oils, you know, that type of thing as well. We talked before about what essential oils are a little bit. Again, so if you missed that, feel free to go back and check that out. You can go to leanonthewall.com. And I know oils a lot of times can be used in a couple of different ways. We talked about aromatic uses. We talked about uh, case studies. But help us understand a little bit, Luann, the idea of topical uses. What is a topical use? I mean, obviously, you would think everybody would know what that means. But just to make sure that we're catching all angles, what does it mean to use oils topically? And what are some ways that we can use them topically to kind of benefit us as we live life? Okay. Well, topically, it just means actually putting an oil in your hand and rubbing it somewhere on your body or just dropping it right out of the bottle. One real good way that a lot of us like to use oils topically is on the bottom of our feet. The bottom of your feet are, there's large pores there, so it absorbs the oil quickly. It gets and I know your, we do that with our kids, by the way, using it on the bottom. Kids love it yeah. because it's a bonding experience too between mm. a parent and a child. I have grandkids that use the oils and they see me coming with a bottle and their feet go up in the air. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're, they're ready to go, right? They're ready. No high five. The foot's, foot's in the air and they're waiting for the oil. Yeah. Okay. So that's one way. You can apply oils up the spine on either side of the spinal column. You can apply them to the back of your neck, to your wrist, different places. If you're familiar with reflexology points oh. on the bottom of your feet, mm-hmm. uh, if you've ever seen a, a reflexology chart, there are areas of your feet that correspond to different parts of your body. I have not seen that chart. I've heard it's really pretty amazing. Though. Yeah. 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 People that are trying to say, for example, shut their brain off at night. They can't go to sleep because their brain won't shut off. Hmm. We coach them to use vetiver oil on their big toe because the big toe is the reflexology point for the brain. What is that called? Vetiver. How do you spell that? V-E-T-I-V-E-R. It's actually the root of a grass. And doTERRA gets their vetiver from Haiti. Okay. Um, Interesting oil. It smells very much like dirt. Okay. A lot of people love it and a lot of people don't. Yeah. (laughs) But if it's going on the bottom of your feet, you don't smell it too much. Not that big of a deal. So vetiver oil, and that's primarily to help you sleep at night. Well, it's to help slow down your brain. Hmm. People with ADD enjoy Hmm. vetiver oil too, because it helps just slow their their ping-ponging of their brain, you know, Hmm. down to the point where it's more manageable. Okay. So, you know, different areas of the body. What are some other things? I know that we've used, I know my wife's a big fan for obviously On Guard and and the idea of help me with this oregano, I believe, Mm -hmm. at the bottom of the feet. So folks out there, they're listening to this and they're saying, okay, so you put it on the bottom of the feet, all this reflexology, all this stuff. What are some things that they can do to see real results in their life? You know, like we're using oregano. I know a little bit about it. I mean, I think it's to kill some bacteria and things in the body. I'm not sure, but can you explain a little bit more to the listeners out there? You know, what are some things that they would use in addition to oregano? Why would you be putting this on your feet, you know, and even on your back? What are some things we can use there and why? I have a story about oregano that I'm not real proud of. I was new to oils and my nephew had a sore throat and I said, oh, I've got an oil that'll help that. I put, I rubbed oregano on the outside of his throat, not being aware that oregano can be very caustic to the skin, irritating to the skin. In a couple minutes, he came in and said, I'm kind of burning. And he was fanning his throat. (laughs) And I looked at his skin and it was bright red and I kind of freaked, but Mm. I remembered that putting a carrier oil, something like coconut oil, right on top will take that away. And thankfully, it took it right away. So now, what do you mean by a carrier oil? Carrier oil is just another oil like a coconut oil or an olive oil or a vegetable oil that dilutes the oils. It doesn't dilute their potency, but it also will take away that hotness like oregano has. 
Mm-hmm. Um, when you're dealing with oils, it really pays to be slightly educated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I learned a big lesson from that experience. And my nephew has forgiven me. He still uses oils. But yeah, putting on your spine is another really good spot. And Claudette, what are some of the things, you know, as far as putting some oils on your spine? How would you use that? What oils would you use? Okay, especially for small children, you're always going to want to dilute the oils before you apply them mm-hmm. to the sides of the spine. And my rule of thumb is if it is a natural oil, it's okay to use it. Coconut oil, sunflower seed oil, olive oil is really good. People use vegetable oil. It's not a best choice, but it is a choice that's still a natural. And I've had people say, oh, baby oil, I'll use that. Mm. And I said, well, unless we're distilling babies to get that oil, (laughs) I don't think it's really natural. So you don't (laughs) want to use that one. It'll clog the pores more than it'll do anything. And what the oil does is, as she said, it doesn't take away the potency of what we're doing with the oils applying them. It just takes down the sensitivity level. You're talking about a carrier oil. A carrier oil, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So depending, if it's a small child, you may want to use two drops of carrier oil, one drop of essential oil. Same thing with elderly, because their skin is very, very sensitive. So babies, children, and elderly always dilute them so that they don't have sensitivity issues. And then the reason we do off to the side of the spine, doesn't matter which side, I use both sides. But the reason you do that is because that's where all the nerve endings are. Mm. That's where it's going to be absorbed. If you're putting it on the bone, it will get there. But why put it on the bone? But it's not going to be as direct. Right. Put it directly where it'll get absorbed first. And and Luann, you were talking about the vetiver oil, obviously, for those of you out there that are, you know, high level CEOs, business owners, and you're wired, I know for me, I'm wired a lot, you know, and sometimes you get all these ideas through your brain and it's hard to shut down at night because you got, you know, 80 new business ideas that you're bringing to the table, all these different things. That could be something that maybe just to use and apply to kind of help, you know, just kind of help you rest better instead of taking pills to go to bed. You know, medication, that's one of the things that I like about it. By the way, if you have any questions on where to go to get some of these oils, you can always visit backtohealth.us. That's back to health.us and you can find out more information or you can send an email to info at back to health.us and obviously at any time if you want to visit our site learn a little bit more about us and go ahead and listen to any part of the show that you missed or uh, previous shows, previous segments with other CEOs or different things we're discussing, health topics, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com. Now, I know, Luann, you were talking about the vetiver oil and you were talking about topical uses and how that kind of can help you relax a little bit. What else are we seeing? Maybe just one or two other things for listeners that can help them, you know, in their life, you know, live better. Oh, all kinds of things. I send out an email to my oil customers and you'd not believe the emails that I get back thanking me for the information. We have people that have suffered for, from migraines for years that are now finding relief, not with their Western medicine that they've been given for years, but with essential oils. By the way, folks, when they say Western medicine, because you may say, well, what are they talking about? What they're referring to is prescribed medications from doctors. They're not necessarily saying it's wrong. They're just saying right. they've been utilizing that for years and they haven't been able to get relief. And so what they've done, and I'm only saying this myself because I personally have experienced some of this and we have kind of gone some of the natural oil route as well. And we have seen benefit from it also. So that's what you're referring to when you're saying Western medicine. Exactly. Yeah. And they went back to oils just so the folks know. So migraines, maybe what's one other thing that we've seen relief with? Teenagers with acne, you know, has been a big thing. And falling asleep. It is a big problem. I can't tell you how many emails I get. What do I do for falling asleep? I don't want to, you know, go on a drug and I don't want the side effects. And the trick is getting to the root cause of what the issue is, whether it's say you can't turn your brain off at night or you just can't relax or, you know, you're in the phase of life where your hormones are wacky. When you can get to the root cause and marry the right oil with the root cause, it's like magic. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that I really liked about 
about the idea of the oils is, you know, I really feel like a lot of times, unfortunately, the medical world is just kind of putting band-aids on the problem. You know, we're not really, it's almost like, you know, all, all of us would probably agree that the government's pretty messed up, right? I mean, not only the government in our country, but other countries. And unfortunately, they just put band-aids on the problem. They kick the can down the road. The same way with oils. We're in a situation where, you know, this is something where we're not band-aiding the problem. With oils, we're actually in a situation where we're saying, okay, this is a natural thing. And we're going to go ahead and try and take a look at the root of the situation, the root of the problem, right? And we're going to try and solve that problem. We're not just going to try and medicate to be in a situation where we don't feel the problem anymore. We're going to actually try and solve the problem, which makes a big difference. And I know out there, there's a lot of misconceptions, you know, about oil, about alternative medicine, about, you know, a variety of different things that really causes people to be in a place where they say, oh, you know, who is this, you know, voodoo lady or, you know, all this, <laughs> all these different things that kind of makes yeah. it feel kind of weird and that sort of thing. What have you seen, Luann, that's, you know, kind of some misconceptions that people have about oils and just the natural alternative side of life in general? Well, with oils in particular, you know, I can tell people about good experiences that we've had and they kind of look at me like, eh, it's too good to be true. You know, until they have an experience with an oil themselves and they realize, wow, this stuff were, I mean, I was like that. I was skeptical. It took me two or three experiences in a positive way to even open my mind to it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm into this just three years before that. I didn't even know what an essential oil was. Another misconception is, you know, it's not compatible with conventional medicine. And it absolutely is compatible, you know, as a complement. But you do need to tell your doctor that you're doing it because, mm -hmm. you know, there could be interaction. So you have to be, use common sense and be smart about it. One funny one we get, oh, it's for old hippie tree hugging vegetarians. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a bad thing? Yeah. <laughs> I hug trees on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Keep the love, right? That's it. Yeah. That's right. So maybe another one would be, it's not as effective as real medicine. Well, this is real medicine. When mm -hmm. you're using doTERRA oils, you're getting a medicinal grade of oils. Mm. And it one drop is a dose. Mm. It is potent. When I teach a class, we give everybody a drop of peppermint in their hand, and we have them rub it together and, and inhale it. And people just can't believe how it'll just totally open up their sinuses and their lungs, and they'll go, wow, you know, this stuff is awesome. Yeah. yeah in fact, we had that experience with Danny. Danny's one of my partners in Wall Aster and Company, which is a, an advanced tax planning company. And she had just, you know, some sniffles and, you know, stuffed up, you know, that sort of thing. And, and we kind of gave her the peppermint. And she was like, wow, I'm really impressed about, you know, allergies, you know, type of thing. It was just, just amazing there. So, you know, I'll tell you folks, the most important thing to remember here is the fact that I'm a big believer of this. A lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. So it's just about getting the right education. And that's really the goal. And I want to thank you, Claudette and Luann, for joining us today. You know, thanks yeah, again sure. for coming thank into you. the show. You know, just sharing this with our listeners out there. If you have any additional questions, feel free to visit leanonthewall.com to hear an episode of the show or the segments that you may have missed. If you have any other questions about, you know, doTERRA, feel free to also to visit backtohealth.us. And you're not going to want to miss next week's show where we're going to be interviewing one of a uh, predominant CEO, and he's going to share his story about the importance of having a business model that actually has core values to take you to the next level in any economy. Don't miss it. Other than that, have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Information provided during The Wealth and Health Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice.
Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.